So as parents, Shiva Siddiqui and I share a lot of stories. We talk a lot of issues, and we talked a lot about how Friday's going to feel in terms of online learning versus just scrapping the whole day. Teachers are supposed to be teaching kids on Friday, and they know that, and that's something that's probably going to happen. But the idea of opening up those computers to another Zoom classroom, we hadn't anticipated it, we hadn't thought about it, and it's not for the reasons that maybe we most worried about it eight, nine months ago, that someone would still be keeping kids remote uh, because of COVID restrictions. Well, that's not what this is on Friday, and we had a conversation about it on Toronto Today. How do you feel about them all sleeping in on Friday and just rolling out of bed and having nothing to do starting a three-day weekend? Are you, how you feel? Are you feeling that? No, I'll be honest. I think that's another reason I feel so tired. I think just I'm mentally tired. And again, this is to the moms out there. What we've been through for the last few years in this province in terms of seeing our kids, the ups and downs of school, the lag in education, them falling behind, trying to get them caught up. Uh, and... You often feel like you're the only person who cares about this kid. Like, why doesn't anybody else take some responsibility over your kid and their education and their future? And I feel tired because there's so many ups and downs. I get a different email in my inbox from the school board every day. And it's It's it's, true. And it says things are changing. Remain flexible. So you and I can talk this to death all day today, but it's going to be different tomorrow. There's going to be new information tomorrow. So every day you have to sort of keep up with the ups and downs of it. And that's another reason why I'm feeling really exhausted. And here's here's what I spot when, when you know, I communicate with other people, too, about what we do on the show and, and some of the segments is you'll get a message from somebody and they'll be like, hey, you know, I, I agree with some of what you say sometimes, but don't you think um, that educational assistants and early childhood educators are underpaid and deserve raises? Yes, I do. Of course no I do. Question. I don't want people that passionate leaving that important an industry. We'd be better off in our society if they made more money. Here's something else that's true, and I lay this on them. They don't have leverage right now in negotiations, given the economic climate and yes. given the political climate. There is no benefit. We're not going into an election. This was a stomping last election for the Ford government. So they've got no reason, and I'm telling you this, like these are the hard truths you got to hear sometimes. They have no reason to give in to QP's demands. They have no reason to. I want opening and functioning schools, but there's no reason Doug Ford or Stephen Lecce has to do this. He was going to do one of two things to Mishi, but he was going to make – declare education workers an essential service and send them back to work or use something that's a bit fuzzy legally, the notwithstanding clause that could easily get shot down in court. But by then, the the damage is done. And this was all I was hearing yesterday. I was driving around listening to Oakley's show. People are calling, going, I don't care what he does. I want my kid in class on Friday. And I can't tell them they're wrong for feeling this way after two and a half years. I can't do it. A month ago, you and I were talking about percentages and increases and this and that and what's fair. Mm. Honestly, Greg, at this point, I care less and less every day because I'm just, I'm fed up. I'm stressed about Friday. Think of all these parents that are left in the lurch for Friday. Yeah, yeah. You and me can handle it. I, I but, yeah, we but there's can, plenty of parents. But there's so many parents who can't. And then, and not only Friday, what happens next week? What happens in the long term? How long is this going to go on? This up and down, this on and off. Like, you should mm. see these mom groups. I know you're not part of the mom groups, but well, people you don't are know like, that. I've, uh, I've got my aliases. People are just like, they're posting saying, is there school tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Do I send my kid to school tomorrow? It's so much confusion. 
And it's just so much stress. And those parents who are working and who need to show up for their jobs on Friday, they don't have the childcare, they don't have the resources. It's very stressful. And explain to me, if they're striking on Friday and they're going to get a $4,000 fine per person, how do you how do you balance that? Can you explain that to me? No, I don't. I, and this is what I'm telling you is that they, what they – uh, in the audience, what they voted for was a strike under normal circumstances. They're like, we, we, yeah, ninety six percent of us want to go out and and have a have a legal strike that will be still compensated by, and the union will have our back here. What they did not vote for is an illegal strike, which jeopardizes not just their future jobs, but that they could potentially fine. And if they come out strongly in support of a strike, but they should revote. They should be voting today yeah. on whether to go and hold an illegal strike on Friday because it's not what many QP members voted for. Some will still say yes. Screw the government. Let's get out there. Let's be let's be solid. We can't back down. Play the Tom Petty song. Do whatever you want. But send a real message to the government that they're not going to be bullied. But not everybody will. So not the, everybody will. So this is the notwithstanding clause and that they're forcing them. That you cannot strike. Legally, they're saying absolutely not. You can't strike. You're not allowed to strike. Let's keep the negotiations going. Right. They'd right? be saying the union's doing the and the union members as individuals would be doing something illegal. Now, I understand it. You can mm-hmm. love your employer, love where you work, love where, that the union has your back. But you need to be absolutely sure that your union will pay those fines. And until QP comes out, if QP came out and gave me paperwork today and said, hey, any fines you get on on, on Friday, we're going to pay for you. But if they don't do that, no, I'm a little nervous stepping outside my door and facing a fine of a couple thousand bucks for not showing up on Friday. And that's course. what they are facing.